gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, yes, Causeway Kings are back finally after a little siesta hiatus, but we are back and ready to rock and roll. Clance joins us once again, along with Gordo, your friend Ben, on the WMEX Sports Podcast Network. And gentlemen, what a time it is. A new season upon us and all kinds of shenanigans. It's a whole new world out there. But first of all, how are you guys? And it's good to be back. Uh, it's great to be back. Uh, like you said, Benny, a little bit of a hiatus. Um, you know, I, I was out. With a little bit with a family, you know, we had a, a new addition to the to the Clancy family arrive on uh, August nineteenth at nine eleven a.m. Cole Richard Clancy was born whoop, whoop. Uh, at a whopping nine pounds three ounces and eleven uh, twenty inches long. You know, he's uh, uh, I think he's going to be a lefty golfer with a slight fade and draw in his game. Nice. Um, you know, like- long, he- heavy hitter straight down the middle. Um. But uh, he's he's a happy, healthy baby boy, and him and Mama Bear are upstairs right now snoozing. But uh, glad to be back on here with you guys. Same boys, it's good to be back. I feel like it's been too long. I just want to send best wishes best wishes out to our boy Merrill tonight. Called in sick. Uh, we think he had, we think he has a little uh, championship hangover from a tough loss last night. But I uh, hope you're doing well, Merrill. Uh, but no, good to be back, boys. Uh, training camp, Bruins, a few weeks out, getting fired up for that. And um, youth hockey season is yeah. upon us. Oh, man. It's Go that, time. It's that time of the year. It's, it's the most maddening time of the year. <laughs> it's uh, – I don't know how you do it anymore, Gordo, with the two little ones, man. I, I know I'm going to be there one day, but – I'm hoping uh, not to be a coach and be more of a spectator and just watch my my boys have as much fun as possible. But it's it's as Biz Nasty would say, it's fucking banana land. Oh, banana plain and simple, land. straight banana lands out there with the not even at like and you know Gordo, as you know, as a coach, not even at like the the U14 level, the U16, the U18. Like they're fine. It's like the fucking learn to play, the might, the the squirts, like. Those parents are out of their fucking mind. Yep. Yeah, it's seemingly getting, you know, I well, I don't know. I feel like parents have always been crazy, um, even back in, in our day. But I feel like the, the kids are, it's just a different, I don't know. But I, I chalk that up to us, but just getting old. So The culture is changing, that is for sure, amongst the young minds. I don't know yeah. what it is, but. Yeah, but I mean, I think back like you know my dad and then my grandfather and like you know growing up and you know some of the shit that we did when we were kids and my grandfather would shake his head like you know so I think we're I think I'm finally hitting that age now where I'm going through that but you know after all these years of coaching hockey and you know especially at the youth level um, you know coaching you know coaching youth teams like you know independently. I don't have a kid on the team and doing skills and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, you drive to all these rinks and you're like, Oh, and you know, now this, this past year, it's kind of, and then going into this year, it's been kind of nice. Cause it's, you know, I'm going with my sons now. So it's a, it's a little bit of a different experience and um, you know, a good bonding thing for, for me and the boys. So, but it's going to be a lot though. Cause I got, I got two guys going and different schedules all over the place. Uh, my older guy is going to be doing some traveling this year. So 
you know, um, but it's going to be exciting. I'm, 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 I'm a little upset that golf season's over, but you know, not, it's not over yet. It's not over yeah, yet. True. True. You can, true. you can still get some good golfing in September. True. But I, now my afternoons are gone, you know, we got, and then weekends we got games. So I kind of feel like my golf season is uh, officially over, but I'll probably sneak in a couple more rounds. I actually got a, I got a golf date next week with uh, John Lounsbury. So, hey. oh, yes. Say hi to John for us. Yeah. Past, past yep. guest of Causeway Kings. Yep. Still banging away at the, with the Oats group and, you know, coaching a bunch of pro guys. And, you know, so it's going to be nice getting out with him. And then I'm going to be playing in the Curry College uh, men's ice hockey uh, alumni golf tournament. Nice. So, which I've been playing in for, I want to say this is probably like my 10th year doing that. And I didn't even go there. So I was going to say, how'd you get, how'd you get wrapped into that? Uh, no, an old friend who uh, sadly passed away a few years ago. Um, he was an alumni and invited me out and then just been doing it ever since. And then just, you know, through relationships and um, I seemingly keep getting asked to come back every year. So uh, that's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, Vinny Ruzioni is over there. He's the AD over at, uh, at Curry, really nice guy. And um, they've got a, they've got a great program. So um, I don't mind, I don't mind coming out and swinging the sticks uh, for that group at all. So well, Vinny should be buying some gear from Verbera hockey. That's all I know. That's uh, right. Well, they should be getting top quality gear for a fraction of the price of what they get from Warrior Bauer and CCM. Well, just go. saying, Vinny. Just saying, let's pal. Go. I think those Division Three. I mean, I don't. I don't know what you know. A lot of those programs have for, you know. I'm sure a lot of it's through the school too. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think if you're gonna get your foot in the door with somebody, I think you know some of these local Division Three programs would probably be it. So. Oh, absolutely. And I saw I saw I saw our boy Kyle Robertson kicking around. I, I he was on some podcast the other day, so I, I'm I'm looking forward to getting those clowns on the uh, on our on our show and talking some hockey and about the new program over at Quincy College. Yeah, I they um I've actually you know been in a lot of talks the last few weeks with um Kyle and Matt Gibbons, who's the the head coach of the the new um, program that's starting up at Quincy College, which you know, for our listeners, it's a, it's a local um, college. You know, it's a very cost-effective college. You get great education. They this year are starting, um, you know, their very own club hockey program. And you know, as a rep for Vibero, I know Matt Gibbons very well. You know, so we're actually going to be outfitting them head head to toe in full Vibero gear, uh, pants, shells, jerseys, outer game wear, bags, gloves, everything. Um, yeah, but those are two great guys. They know the game very well, and I think they're going to do phenomenal things over there. They really are. Um, but, yeah, I look forward to getting them on, on the pod, too, and have them talk more about that uh, up-and-coming program. Yeah, that would be awesome. There's never a bad time for good hockey here on Causeway Kings. And, guys, oh. you know, we're all involved here in the local hockey scenes in one way or another. Obviously, Gordo and Clance, you guys are animals when it comes to the high school season all over it. And uh, no matter where there's hockey – we got it covered for you on WMEX, and we've been doing so for many years, boys. And I can't wait for this year's finals because, you know, we're broadcasting live from them. Causeway Kings will be there. Guys, you have an open invitation from me right now to TD Garden when we do the MIAA State Championship Finals Day. 
Whatever I'm you in. can make, you're with. I'm in. I, I will be there, but you know, it's either going to be on the bench helping out the varsity Gopher State Championship, or I'll be up in the booth with you guys. Either way, I'll be at the Garden. Now that yeah. is what I'm talking about. How's Branchy looking this year? Branchy's going to be good. They're going to be good. You know, it, they they graduated 18 seniors last year. Um, you know, a, a lot of them, though, you know, not a lot. I, I would say maybe a half a dozen, uh, you know, a little bit more were, you know, seniors, for, first year varsity players who, you know, weren't getting a lot of ice time, but were just great kids, been part of the program their whole four-year career. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they, they got a lot of firepower returning. They got – in my eyes, they got one of the best goalies in the state for a public school program in Jack Fitzgerald. Um, this kid is an absolute monster. He's six four. Yeah. I, I, he's got to be anywhere from one ninety five to two hundred pounds. Just wow, a- athletic as can be. But as great of a goalie as he is, he's actually a phenomenal baseball player and actually just committed Division One to um, Dayton University for baseball. Wow! Wow! Yeah. So uh, they're they're gonna, yeah. He's he's a monster man, and he he's a great great kid too. Really good kid, loves the game. Um, he is the backbone of that team. But they they got a lot of firepower up front. They're gonna be a little little light on D. They only got one returning defenseman. But being the JV one coach, where those kids go to the next level, I made sure they're gonna be just fine. Yeah, yeah. that's the way, Clance. That's the way. Make sure the ranks <laughs> are stocked. I like it. I like your style. And I know you guys have a little bit of a luxury at Braintree because I've, I've heard in past you guys typically get, what, like 60, 70-plus kids out of tryouts? I've been there now. This will be my eighth year, and we've had 90-plus kids every single year at tryouts. Whoa. I believe it. So, we, so we have three teams. We have the Varsity, the JV1, which I'm the head coach of, and freshman slash JV2. And we have – 25 kids per roster. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Which is unheard of at, at, at a public school. You know I mean? You know, talking, going back to Matt Gibbons, who's the head coach of the new Quincy College program, he's also, I think it's like his 12th or 13th year as the head coach at North Quincy High School. And he was telling me the other day in a meeting that they only, they average about 35 to 40 kids for the whole program. Really? Yeah. Well, I yeah. think the demographic in Quincy's kind of obviously kind of changed um, over time. But are you starting to see like, I, I, I mean, I kind of feel, you know, just in the past several years, like you're starting to see, I mean, there's just, you know, I say this all the time, right? Hockey's like just super watered down. And, you know, I'll, a lot of these, you know, starting at the youth program, the, the, the youth level, you're starting to see teams that are like, you know, they just – not all of them, but a good majority of them like really struggle to fill teams, get enough kids. And I feel like it's just because it's so overgrown. But, you know, at the high school level, I feel like it's turned into kind of such a disaster with you got like full season teams and, you know, academy things. And there's just so many different options. And I feel like the kids like they do it for like a year. They try something different, but they all like kind of find their way back to their public high school. So it. Gordo, it's so funny that you say that because Braintree High, um, they have, I'm not going to say his name, uh, who's in my eyes one of the, the top public school players in the state, going into his senior years, not coming back for hockey. He went on and signed a, a tender agreement to play for the um, Tri City Thunder in the NCDC up in Maine. Nice. You know, which is like, you know what? I get that. Like, you want to go and. 
yeah, excel at the next level. But you got your senior year. Like that junior program is not going anywhere. So why not develop a little bit more your senior year? Be the top dog. You know, put up 40, 50 points a season. Because now you're going to go be a, a small fish in a big pond competing for ice time every day for, you know, you, you're going to be a healthy scratch. Things are going to happen. Like in my eyes, it's not really worth it, especially going into your senior year. You know, I would have done my senior year, played it out, had a blast with my boys and then went on and, and did something else after that. But, yeah. you know, Hey, he may go up there and not like it and be like, fuck this. I'm going back to my school and being the top dog. Yeah, I don't. I don't see that. I just feel like kids nowadays they just chase the carrot, and you know, especially with social media and everything, they just you know, it's you know, it's this guy's views, this, this, guy, this guy's doing this and this guy's doing this, and I, I gotta get out of here, and I gotta, you know, and it's like, you know, jeez, uh, you know, twenty five years ago, I'm dating myself, but you know, like if you were gonna pull out of a out of school, like you know, high school, like you know, you you're gonna go to USHL was kind of really the only option you know north american league was around but like that was like after you graduated like you know there really wasn't a sense to you know get out of there early it's not going to really benefit you and you know most of the kids too like if you're going to play you know i mean ncdc is mostly a division three like you know they've got some division one kids that come out of that league but the, the high majority of the kids are coming out in there you know division three guys, which is, which is good. Uh, division three is super competitive now, but you know, they're all 21 year old, like guys, like it's not, you know, so to, to leave high school, to go play, you know, where you might crack the lineup in an NCDC program. Like, you know, I, I don't really see the sense in doing that. Like, you know, do your senior year, have fun, be a captain, something like that, you know, have blast with your friends and kids that you've grown up with your whole life and then go do that stuff. You're going to have, exactly. I mean, you're going to have two or three years of eligibility. Anyhow, there's, there's nothing better. I mean, I, you know, I was fortunate enough to play four years of varsity hockey at Weymouth high and I had a great career and went on and got a scholarship to prep school and, and did a, the junior thing and, and went on and played division three college hockey. And, and I got to tell you, there's no better feeling than on a Saturday night playing against your you know hometown rivals, like, you know, me being from Weymouth playing against Hingham or Braintree yep. on a Saturday night with, with 500 of your, your high school friends in the stands going yeah. up, there's no better feeling. But now you're going to go play NCDC where you're playing at 11 a.m. in the day and there's maybe 25 people in the stands. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I could see it as if, you know, if you're a player that, that wants to go on to the next level and you're you're being talked to by, by college coaches at your – you know, starting at your, your freshman, sophomore, junior year, and they say, hey, listen, we really want you to come, but we need you to progress. I've set you up to go on and play for the Boston Advantage in the NCDC for the next year or or two, and then you will come in and play for me. Yeah. I could see I could see a college program coming out and doing that, but that's not always the case. You know, it, yeah. it's just... I don't think, I don't think a sense. lot of, I don't think a lot of them are you know at least from the guys that i know in division three like i don't you know a lot of them are they'll they'll, they'll pluck you right out of prep school like you know then they're they're not gonna have to break any bad habits they're just they know what they're gonna get they they can watch you play local and you know you're gonna come in as a young kid and they can just kind of mold you how they want to you know if they think you might need an extra year or two great go play and you know i recommend playing this team this team if you're getting if you're getting you know 
if you're talking to coaches and, and that's going on and, you know, they, they tell you, Hey, I think you need something different to kind of, you know, develop your game. I then go for it. I get yep. it. But you know, these kids kind of like making these decisions on their own and, you know, it's more times than not, like obviously the good players are the good players and, you know, they get, they get, they're getting drafted in the USHL, they're getting drafted in the queue. Okay. And then as it trickles down from there, I mean, I've, I've seen so many more kids, especially over the last couple of years where they just, they get in the rat race and they're just like team to team to team. And this doesn't work out. And I was promised this and this doesn't happen. And, you know, and it's like, you could become known as a program jumper. Yeah. Well, you could have just stayed at like, you know, I'm like, I, I mean, I've seen kids leave like a school like Severian, who's been one of the top, you know, um, Catholic Catholic conference teams over the last, you know, five, six, seven years now. They're, they've been they've been right up there. So then BC high and you see kids leave there and it's like if you just stayed at Severian, the, the same thing probably would have happened to you, you mm -hmm. know, and you would have got your education. And then you would have had your, you know, two years or so to, to play junior hockey and see where you might land. But I don't know. I just think it's, uh, I, I don't, uh, I don't envy parents right now. Um, no, it, and you got to kind of think of it too. Like if you, if you have the ability to go, you know, if you're borderline at varsity division three player or club hockey player, but you know, you have that drive to play at the division three level, it's not a walk in the park because you got to think about, and it, we see it all the time now, all these kids that go to a BU or a BC or a Northeastern or an AIC or Arizona State that are fourth-line, fifth-line players, practice players, after year one or two, they're like, you know what, like, fuck this. I don't want to be this. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna transfer to a UMass Boston or a Curry College or a Wentworth or a Framingham State and go be the top dog there. Yeah. So now, not are you only – competing against other junior kids to get to that next level. Now you're competing with division one transfers. Now, if I'm a college coach and I'm looking at a kid from Braintree high, who's a very good hockey player who's putting up 40, 50 plus points at a public school. But then I got a kid who's put, you know, a highly touted draft, you know, potential draft pick, whatever, but wants to leave a division three school, a division one school and just play college hockey for fun. I'm going to take that guy that just, you know, played at BUBC for a year or two, yeah. you know, like yeah. perfect example, Timu Solani's son. He was at Northeastern for two years. Yeah. It was like, I don't, I think he was in and out of the lineup. He wasn't, you know, yeah. obviously he wasn't his dad putting up a hundred and something, 180 points a season. He transferred to Curry college and had a blast his last two years. Yeah. You yeah. know, it, it's crazy. Which is, which is it, the, I don't know. The, the, there are some pros and cons, I guess, to the portal stuff. So I do yeah. like, like, you know, I felt like when I went to college, like you were trapped, right? It was mm -hmm. like, you got recruited. This is gave you a scholarship. And if you wanted to leave, you had to leave. You had to go sit out a year. And now it's, you know, now you can jump in the portal and it's just like a, it's like a big uh, wild west. <laughs> it's like a big yeah. waiver wire. Like, all right, let's see who's on here today. Um but speaking of Arizona State, you just brought up. Oh, how about oh that? My goodness. The new rink, man. Mullet, oh, my God. Mullet Arena. Come on, dude. Come what on. is wrong? Like, why is this such a joke? I don't know. It's don't like know, man. They, it, the, the weird part is, is like they were, you know, 
they just jumped on the scene. What's it been like three years now? Yeah, they, when they were a club program prior to this. Yeah, and then they, they were winning the ACHA for like years upon years, and they were getting like five, six thousand fans a game. Yeah, and then they and then they jump on the scene. You got a kid like you know, Walker. Is it Johnny Walker? I think? Johnny Walker, baby. Yeah, kid was a stud, right? And you know they had they had a good team. Lemieux's kid went there, I think, briefly. Shane uh, Jones' son is there. Yeah, they they have some they have some good players there. Timmy Lovell's kid just went uh, transferred yeah. to BC. He's over there. Like they've got some good guys. Um, and you know you're building a hundred million dollar facility, and you call it the Mullet Arena. The Mullet Arena. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and now, not only is it okay, it's not just their arena anymore. As everyone knows, they have to share it with the Arizona Coyotes. Yes. So, like, imagine this, right? You're an NHL player, or you're you're highly touted draft pick. You get drafted by the Arizona Coyotes. For example, Shane Doan's son, who Mullet. I think is like a junior this year at Arizona State, got drafted by the Arizona Coyotes. And is now going to be playing his NHL hockey career in the same arena he played his college career. Yeah. Like, that is a little ridiculous in my eyes. And the oh. fact that, like, the Coyotes had to give $20 million to Arizona State to build out their own area of the rink, like their own locker room area, their own training area, all of that stuff. But yet, I think Biz, Biz Nasty was talking about it a while ago. There was an uh, arena somewhere else in Arizona – that held like 15,000 fans and it needed like anywhere from like 15 to $17 million worth of renovations. But what? you just gave a college $20 million so you can sit, play in front of 5,000 fans. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, you can't, it's a those, joke. those tickets must literally be like starting at $50,000. We can offer you a prime seating position right along this board line here. Like what are, what, how are you possibly going to make enough money to justify any of that? There's no way. I mean, what? you guys saw the, uh, I sent it to you earlier, the uh, new uh, ECHL partners for the Arizona uh, are the Gladiators who play in a 13,000-person venue. And it's just like, this, this is a joke. Why is this happening? And why are people going along with it? I don't know. Let's, I don't know. How, I mean, how long are they going to keep talking about bringing Quebec back in the league? Right? Just do it. Just, just do, do it, it, man. This, the teams, the teams, you know, it's just, they, they, you know, poorly operated or whatever you want to call it. It's, you know, I think it's probably time to let that franchise sail off into the sunset and bring back, you know, like Quebec would be, it'd be awesome to have another team up in Canada, my opinion. And right. Nordiques was, you know, that's a great logo, good fan base. I mean, uh, or the Hartford Whalers. I'll take that too. I'll take that in a heartbeat. I'll tell you yeah. that. But I will say this uh, if we did get the Nordiques back, that would be fine with me because that's one more person who really, really hates Montreal. And that's fine with me. I like yeah. that. I like that. Yeah. This is. Uh, this is this is going to be a tough season, I think. Just the Bruin, like Bruins going into training camp here in a few weeks. Pasta still hasn't signed anything. I don't. I I think he's going to hold out for a while. Um, I'm hoping he, want, not, he wants he wants to go play at Mullet Arena. 
Definitely um, wants to play a mullet arena. Decor, like the bottom end. You get Grizzlick, I heard, is banged up. Smith's banged up. Grizzlick so, had the same shoulder surgery McAvoy had. So they got, uh, I heard today, or I, saw, I read today um, uh, from a, a Bruins insider, Jimmy Murphy. Murph uh, wrote, uh, um, he wrote an article today about a couple PTOs that the Bruins should think about, and uh, Yandel was one. Uh, saw that which i like i would like that i like, think like yeah. like 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 yeah but i i read another article that you know there was a pto discussion but yandel's agent came out and said he does not want to do a pto he wants a contract really yeah i think he's got uh buckley's his agent i think yeah yeah um and then hey P- i think yandel would... the other guy who pk yeah who i i <laughs> i i, uh, I like I that would be like so him. wild I don't know, man. I think him and him and Chris Lasalle will be taking yachts to the game every day because yeah. well, they're, say, yeah, they're always out on yachts together. He's got the connection with Sully, right? So, and he's you know he's wild. familiar. He's familiar with the area, uh, and I like him as a player. I I think he would bring some good some good vibes to the team, and you know he's he's on him the tail end. Him and Marshawn will sit right next to each other in the uh, in the dressing room. Yeah, they'll get over that <laughs> shit. Marshy's out. Marshy's out for a while, anyways. They need some D, man. They need they 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 got a. This could be a not fun start to the season, in my. They opinion. need Connor Bedard. Maybe this is maybe this is the setup. I don't know. Maybe that's. So I, I know I mentioned off air to you guys that, you know, everyone knows about like that bio steel training camp. You know, it's all the top. It's McDavid, it's Taylor Hall, it's Stamkos, it's Tavares. It, it's all these top NHL players. I think it's like a two week long or a week long yep. training thing. It's on ice, off ice, all that stuff. Um, and Connor Bedard was in it this year. And there was a, there's a highlight of him and McDavid on a two on one together. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, unbelievable to see like this kid is keeping up with Connor McDavid. Yeah. Oh, I got to like, see that. Yeah. It, it in Connor McDavid made like a backdoor pass, just like a tap. It was unbelievable, but this guy's there now like Shane right there. Um, but I mean, this kid's seven, 16 going on, just turned 17 years old. He's already training at these type of camps with NHL future NHL hall of famers, you know, That's awesome. um, well, and and he's holding his own. You know, he's out there, like I said, buzzing around, flying up the ice back and forth with Connor McDavid, who is probably the fastest skater on the planet. Yeah. Legit. The kid, he, he, can, he can fly for sure, and he's got a f- bullet for a shot. Yeah. So, um, and he's he's crafty and, you know, different player than McDavid, but uh, imagine if Edmonton scooped up a kid like him. Oh, him, man. McDavid on the scene. Or, oh, man, that would just – well. You know who made an appearance at the camp was Patrick Kane. Yes. Whoa. This is the fir- first time he's been at that camp. I'm like oh. I'm liking the rumor bills with him right now. Although New York's yeah. not in it, which I'm kind of disappointed in. But it but. makes you wonder. First time he's ever done his bio still camp. He's been on the trading block or discussions of leaving Chicago. There's a few players at that camp that could be a bug in his ear. Yeah, to come join them, you know. Well, Colorado was one of the teams I saw today, and Jesus Christ, just give them the cup again. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I think I, I think after they just won it, I think you know, I, I think now they're they're hungry to just 
you know, let's say, I mean, you, you know, Chicago did it for a long time, right? And they, they, I mean, Kane doesn't have many more years left, and he can still, he can still do it, man. So, what he you should put, do is sign with Boston and give us back the cup he stole from us the first time. Well, I, I the article I actually <laughs> clicked on, it was, it was saying it, it, it had Kane and it had Boston Bruins in the same like article, but they were two different subjects. So I, it was kind of a little clickbait and I was like, wait, Kane, Boston, what? And I clicked on it and I was like, yeah, shit. I mean, obviously if he came to Boston, I would. <clears throat> yeah. But then who, who wears 88 Kane or pasta? Well, we're, yeah, we're, over, we're, we're already over the point. salary yeah, cap yeah, right yeah. now. Who else are they going to get rid of? Yeah, right. Hey, so, if, Tampa, if Tampa can do it, anyone can do it. That's true. That's true. You know? That would be – I mean, that would be some – I mean, again, though, with Boston, it's like it's the back end that's going to be – I mean, everyone's hurt. Everyone's out. You yep. know, even with the forwards and then you got, you know, the goaltending situation, you know, it's going to be either hit or miss. So – I don't think that would – I think if Kane goes somewhere, it's probably going to go, you know, do a team that's going to contend for a cup. And so Colorado would certainly be one of those teams. Rangers. Rangers too, but I don't know for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe they have a salary cap issue too, but – No, they have so much available money. Really? They had – at the trade deadline, they had like $35 million available. All right. Wow. Yeah. And who was Kane's right-hand man in Chicago – Oh yeah, Breadman. Breadman Panarin. Yep. This they're, they're still boys. That's one way you to know. handle it. Who I could knows? see it. And uh, if if Patrick Kane goes to the New York Rangers, I will be making a trip down to New York to see him play live. Oh hell yeah. I'll come with yeah. you. Let's do it. Boys trip. Woo. Boys trip. Let's go. Well, speaking of your boy Bedard. I'm sure you guys – we haven't seen each other in a couple of weeks, but World Juniors, you guys – Yeah, baby. Didn't get a chance to watch too much, but I saw a couple of highlight reels, and impressive enough. I want to hear your thoughts, Gordo. There's only one highlight reel that you need to know about, Ben. Oh. Mason McTavish, baby. Kids on rail. You said, the game. said it before the tournament. Kids a stud muffin. Um save of the century. I don't think I've ever, I mean, I've seen some pretty cool things, but that it's got to be right up at the top. That play that he made to save that game was, you know, that was in overtime too, correct? That was in overtime. Yep. And then, um, I forget the kid's name. I'm going to have to look it up, but, uh, um, was it Hughes? Maybe no. Um, I got it here somewhere. Beautiful goal, though, uh, to win it for Canada. So, U.S. is a little disappointing this year, I thought. But, yeah. I mean, there's some good players. And then you get the you get the Bruins draft pick there for uh, Finland. Um, LaSalle? Yeah. Yeah, he, he actually – he looked good. He looked really good, man. Like, that was, a, like, a promising, like, okay – you know, I read an article that Montgomery has him slotted in on the third line somewhere this season. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, unless like someone like Beecher or you know, like someone like that comes in and kind of solidifies a spot. I I mean, you know, hey, why not? What do you got to yeah. lose? You know, exactly. Bring in a kid, let him play, 
see how he does. And, you know, he might, he might surprise some people. He looked great, man. He can, the kick and fly. He's yep. a playmaker. And yeah. I've been hearing a, a lot of good things about his, his maturity and um, character off the ice lately too. Cause I know one of the concerns was when they drafted him was that he was kind of a bit of an issue off the ice, not like getting into a lot of trouble, but couldn't really keep his mouth shut when your mouth is supposed to be shut stuff like that. But I've heard, you know, since being drafted that he's matured a lot more and he's becoming more of a leader and more yep. of a team guy, which is great to hear. Well, I think Montgomery's a pretty good like player type, you know, he's a player coach as opposed to like a, you know, Claude Julian, like a dictator type. So mm. I think he's a little bit more player friendly. So it might be a pretty good fit for that kid. To, you know, he'll get some, he'll get some rope you know, to kind of do his thing, but you know, they'll, he'll keep him reeled in when he needs to. Yeah. So, um, but no, world juniors is great. And then you can then you flip it over and you know, this week you got the, you got the women rocking and rolling. US, USA. Great. Hillary Knight. Just set the all time USA women's scoring record. Yep. In a whopping 12 to one victory. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Uh, the 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 uh, the difference in talent, you know, is, seems to be a lot more separated this year. Um, but checks look good. Canada is Canada, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I would assume it's probably going to be them in the finals. I be, I believe it's U.S. Um, I think it's U.S. Czech, and then Canada's playing Swiss in the semis. That U.S. Canada preliminary game was a bloodbath. Yeah. So, I mean, that they usually are, and, and you know, so, um, but it's, it's weird, man. I was saying to someone today, like Hillary, I feel like Hillary Knight's been on the Olympic, like the woman, the national team forever. Forever. <laughs> she, she, she has. She's 33 years old. Yeah. So it's like, and I, you know, I'm not dismissing like her talents or anything like that, but I'm like, you know, hockey in this, in this country has exploded, like. You know, especially over like the last 10, 12 years, like, you know, from college hockey and then trickles down all the way to, you know, with all the different division one programs that they have now. And then just girls hockey and youth in general, like it's just exploded. And I'm mm-hmm. like, can they, are there not any other players coming up through the pipeline or are they just kind of just sticking with, you know, I mean, I guess if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But, you know, you got her castle, um, there are some uh, – the uh, girl out of BC there, um, is it Bilka? Yep. I think she's got like – she's got like eight or nine points in the tournament so far. She's a really good player. She's got some – she scored some highlight real goals at BC last year. And then you got got uh, Caroline Harvey. She's a New Hampshire girl. She played for the Breakers for the, the, uh, the great Ross Murray. Um, oh, God, Ross Murray. Yeah. Oh, it's actually, God. It's actually Ross funny. Beauty man, I was I was doing some scouting on the girl side, and uh, so I reached out to him and I said, "Hey, I'm like, how's your team looking this year?" And he's like, "Really good." He's like, "I probably have like twelve or thirteen Division One players on my team," and I'm like, "Wow, that's you know impressive." So he's like, "He goes, here's our schedule. We have a couple games this weekend. If you can make it out." And I said, "All right, who am I keeping an eye on?" And he goes, "You got to watch this girl, Caroline Harvey." Like she is on a different level. Um, I don't know how she ended up playing for them, but she hit the ice, man. I, she, this girl can skate like 
it is it's pretty impressive and i think she's she's got i think this is her first year on the national team yep she has she's got like four or five points in the tournament so far so yeah yeah they um very good yeah ross murray's a a great oh he's He's got his daughter's a goalie right yeah aaron's a goalie she's playing division two or i think division two um i can't remember where and he's probably going to shoot me now that i don't remember that yeah ross actually uh, about a year or so ago tried to uh recruit me to come over and work for him for uh Konica Minolta. He's, like, yeah, he's a men's league legend around these parts. Uh, he still skates like three days a week. Three days a week. Try like six days a week. You, you, guy, fo- you follow one on social media. He's got a video or a story up of him in a locker room always. Every 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 other day, man. <laughs> That's wild. Great guy though. Great guy. Yeah. But he's he does, I mean, Aaron Aaron's now, you know, she's gone from the program and now he's still he's still over there with the breakers helping out and um, they've got some, they, they seemingly the boys side, not bad with that program girls. They do a really good job. They got some really yeah. good coaches and um, they got some really good players for this, for this area in mass. So, but no, it's, it's, I, I think the, I think the, the semis are September 3rd, if my memory serves me correct. So for the women's, um, I, think, I think Saturday is the uh, the semis, so should be good. I think it'll be a good. I you know the check game it will be interesting. Um, they they won in overtime today. Actually, a Boston Pride girl, a new uh, signing, just scored the winning goal. Um, Aneta Tarolova. I'm gonna probably mm-hmm. botch, botch that name pretty bad, but. They just uh, the pride just signed. They actually signed like three or four national team players over the last uh, couple of weeks. So and she was repeat. Yeah, nice. I mean they still have like you know they announced uh, a while back they were going to do like a you know all these other teams are signing players and you know all over the place and per usual the pride they wait till the last minute but um, they said they were going to do an announcement like every day or every other day or something like that. And <laughs> I, I think they gave up after like the fourth day. Cause they only got like, or they're only showing about four or five players signed. So, um, they still got a ways to go, but I don't know if that means cause they're waiting for worlds to end up and they might get a bunch more national team players, which if they do, that's, they're going to have a pretty scary team. So, um, speaking but, of Boston pride though, um, Local local legend Johnny McGinnis, um, who was recently um, assistant coach of Boston Pride, just took on a assistant coaching role for the uh, Maine Mariners. Yep, in the ECHL. So hats off to him. I've got the the honor of knowing you know getting to know Johnny over the last few years working at, at the Fair Rink and just a stand up kid, great guy, great player. Um, had, he was at uh, Minnesota State, um, really from Plymouth, Mass. Great guy and. You know, just want to wish him best of luck in his next uh, venture as a professional hockey coach in the yeah. E- ECHL. Yeah, Johnny would be actually a good guy to get on. He's uh, he's actually got a pretty cool story. I mean, played high school hockey at Plymouth South, I yep. want to say, and then went did did one year at Lawrence uh, Academy, and then went to Mankato, and they ended up winning a national championship. And uh, he was a he was a nice player, really, really skilled. He's a great kid. His old man is a great guy. His old man is a monster. Been, I, he's been running Quincy Youth for quite a while now. Yep. He's, 
very, really nice guy. And Johnny's a good kid. Johnny worked for, did some work for me. He ran some skills for me for a while. Um, and then when I, when I left out at the pride, it was nice to see him slide in there and the girls loved him. He did a great job there for a couple of years. So. Yeah. Great, great kid. And, and hats off to him, but we should definitely try to get him on. That'd be fun. Yeah. 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 He would, he, I think he, I think he would love to come on the show. And I mean, he spent, he spent a good amount of years in the ECHL. So I'm sure there's gotta be some good stories coming out of there. Oh yeah. 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 He was, uh, I think he probably played what six, five, six years, maybe. He played down yeah. for a bit. Um, he finished up in Maine. Um, yeah. you know, kind of bounced around a little bit towards the end there, but Orlando Solar Bears. Yep. Utah but, Grizzlies, Reading Royals, Stingrays, Fuel. Four goals, baby. That's I picked awesome. a, I picked him up in the uh the Pilgrim three V three tournament probably about no seven or eight years ago. He was probably already played like a year pro, maybe. He scored a million goals. He can, he's, he can score. So, right. yeah, we'll, we'll work on getting Johnny on. I'm sure he can give us some good stories. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, he's 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 highly involved with hockey. The old man's been, you know, running Quincy Youth and does a bunch of stuff for the the rink over there and the program. And and then his sister was a good player too. I think she played at uh, Boston College. Yeah, so they're definitely a hockey family. Yep. Uh, no, it, he's he's a great kid, and uh, you know. Now I think he was before this. He was working for like a a hockey company that like sold like he was doing sales like for um you know glass boards like thing like yeah. rink rink things, which is pretty cool. Yeah, like a, um, I think it was a. I don't think it was everything ice. It was it was a pretty big. Name. It was like American something or something, yeah. ice American or American ice or something like that. Well, he's been hanging around the rinks, and his dad knows a you know. He knows, a million people. He knows quite a bit about the uh, the rink business, so good, kind of a good. Uh, I'm sure he helped him out uh, with with that, you know, that side of the stuff. But uh, no, Johnny's a good kid, and I'm glad to see him. That's a good. That's a great step up for him, you know. Yeah, coaching a couple of years at the 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 women's pro level, and you know, I think he'll fit right in. Plus, he's young and he's hungry, and you know, so that'll be. Well, speaking of like local. You know, local players that you know go on and coaching at the pro ranks. Um, hats off to Ryan Wasowski, yeah. who um, you know he started off as an assistant coach at Curry. Yeah, uh, he he actually had a really cool story. He was I was listening to him on the rink strengths with um, By Brian Yando and Mike Motto, and he had a really cool story and how he got into it. You know, he started off like you said, he played at Curry. Uh, he was at Sacred Heart and then transferred to Curry, and then got into it right after that and. Um, he's won at every level. He's won a championship at the ECHL. He's won a championship at the AHL Tw- two years in a row, I think the AHL. And yep. he just signed as an assistant coach for the San Jose Sharks. Yeah. That's awesome. you know, so th- that, that, that's a, that's an awesome story to hear. You know, another local kid, Marshfield um, kid, Marshfield kid got, comes from a hockey family. His brother, Dave was a star at, um, very good player for you. Was, yeah, what did he, was, he went to Cushing. He was at Cushing uh, for high school, and then went to BU. And he's yeah. obviously, you know, famous for the the outdoor game, scoring a goal and doing the old like, yeah, trying yeah. to throw the ball up and swing. And then I uh, played in the, for the had his first NHL goal playing for the Bruins at yeah. home in the Garden. Yeah, um, very good player. He, so funny, actually, he was recently. I heard he was retiring, but now I just read that he just signed over in uh, Germany. Really? Again. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, no, hats off to Ryan. I, I think that's a, a great thing for him, and he's. I think he's going to do fantastic with, uh, you know, coaching with um, David Quinn. Yeah, and uh, you know, fellow, you know, Mike Greer is the new GM over there, so it'd be awesome to see him out there. Which I love. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's like it makes a great guy. He sucked to play against, but <laughs> I, I remember watching him at BU, man, and he was one of the scariest human beings on the ice. It was weird, like that BU team back in the '90s, and uh, you know, Chris O'Sullivan, Bates, Greer. Like, oh, that team was just ridiculous. But that was uh, Mike Boyle. Remember Mike Boyle, the strength guy? Oh yeah, he's still he's still going at it. Mike's still kicking around, man. He's still kicking ass. He's just like you know, he's he's well renowned around the country as one of the top you know, strength and conditioning guys, but I, he was like one of those first, like, I remember when I was at Providence, like you, I, and you know, this was, you know, a, a few years removed from like the kind of nineties dynasty, like BU group. Um, and, you know, we had a couple of different strength trainers kind of weird, like, but Mike, whatever he did with, you know, those BU teams back then, you know, like just Drury. I mean, those guys were just like, they were all beasts and they just, you know, and they were strong, they were fast. Um, and you know, now you, now you see it in like all the college programs, like they've all got the best of the best, you know, mm-hmm. conditioning coaches and, you know, therapy and all that sort of stuff. So, but those were, those were fun teams to watch, uh, the old Jackie Parker days. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Hey, hey, I'd man. love to get someone from like that, you know, that dynasty team on here as a guest. Brendan Walsh did a stint there. Oh, yeah. He went, he did a stint at, at BU, at Maine. Then he what, finished up at UMaine? Yeah. Yeah, we actually played against each other when he was at Maine. No shit. Did you play against – Um, he might he might be a little older than you, Richie Brennan? Richie's, Richie's actually older than me. Richie's, yeah, he, Richie was a fucking really good player. I, I used – I worked with him for a few years. Is uh, was he printing or something? Yeah, I worked with him at Xerox. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he really, a really nice guy. His kids yeah. play hockey. I think they played in the level program for like a yeah. long, long time. Richie's a super, super nice guy, and he was a hell of a player. Hell yeah, he was a beast, man. Yeah. He was a big, big man. Yeah, I, I still got his number. Maybe I can try to finagle him to come on and give some stories. Yeah, there's there's a lot. I actually ran into Walshy, uh, I don't know, two or three weeks ago. Uh, his, I think his daughter was skating over at the rink, and I had the boys there skating. So it was good catching up with him. He's still a fucking beauty, man. Oh yeah, he's on that Boston Police hockey team there. Yep. And, Ooh, uh, there it yeah, is. He, yep. Yeah, he's. I, 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 I know a few guys over there. You got, you got By Brian Yandel, uh, Sean Perro, um, Brendan yep. Walsh. Obviously, um, they were all part of that hold the line game uh, that happened a weekend last week, or the week before, something like that. I think it was last week. Yeah. yeah. But maybe great, we can get Walshy on. That'd be that'd be fun. I think I was I think I was MVP of that tournament like three years ago. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one thing I go is I know we talked about guys is obviously, you know, we're gonna work on getting more guests. And um I'm actually working on putting the, the final order together for uh the Causeway Kings hockey jerseys Woo! that we're gonna Every every Causeway King member is going to have their own custom jersey. 
oh, with, their, whatever, with their name on the back, their number. I know we're going to have Gordo's. It's going to, it's going to say Gordo with a number 68. Your friend Ben is going to be number 39. <laughs> it's going to say that, really. <laughs> That's awesome. That's what you said you wanted. Dope. <laughs> you know, and then um, what we're going to do is we're going to order a few extra, and whenever we get a guest on, we'll you know we'll send them off a jersey and uh, yeah. have them get, rep it. I don't know if Cam Brown's going to get one, though. Oh, yeah. Where's our shout-out? We, we, ha- yeah. we haven't got a shout-out. The kid goes off and wins a million bucks, and all of a sudden, we are nothing but fucking bubble gum on the bottom of his Nike. He came, well, he should. So he, 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 played in the, he played in the finals. Obviously, they won, which was Great. unbelievable. Yeah. I was on I was on the golf course, so I was like I couldn't, you know. It was just my wife made a tea time, and we were gonna take the kids and shit. And you know, I was like, "Fuck, I wanted to watch the game," but you know, and also never gonna turn down golf. So, yeah. um, but I, I think you, I think you guys might have been messaging me like, "Oh, Brownie scored a goal," and I'm like, I you know I didn't know if they were in the round robin still. And you're like, "No, no," like it, he no he scored again. And this is no, this is the finals, and pandemonium and confusion everywhere. Yeah, so I get off the golf course, and you know, I hop right on social media, and you know, there it is. They they took home the cup, which was pretty awesome. But he ended up he ended up flying back from Vegas, and then he came out and skated our last week that we had skates. yeah, I think he skated for like half an hour. He's like, I think I kind of pulled my groin. He's like, I'm going to get out of here. And I'm like, yeah, just like take it easy, man. You got to yeah. go. You, you, know, you were never like, here. <laughs> I'm yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. So it was, it was a, you know, we were in the middle of the session. So it wasn't like a, couldn't really do like a, a, a farewell or, you know, a send off. But um, he's over there, man. I saw him on the, I saw him on the angers. Anger, I don't know how you say that, but Angers. Yeah. angers. I'm looking at his hockey DP right now. He's already played four games. He's already he's got one assist already. Yeah, I think that. Well, I think right now it's uh, they did like a some like cup thing. Yep. And then I think they do like they play like a, a bunch of preseason games, and I think their official season starts in like another couple of weeks or something like that. So I don't know. It's it's all that stuff over there. I've had a bunch of kids over the last like few weeks, you know, some guys that are skating with me and, you know, trying to, it's tough sailing out there, man, trying to play pro hockey. So, you know, nobody wants to play in, no one wants to play in the fed, which I don't, <laughs> I can't say I necessarily blame them, but the Southern pro is like, you know, cause there's just so many guys now, you yeah. know, so they, watered down the competition is so, I wouldn't so even rugged. Say, I wouldn't even say it's watered down. I would just say it's like you know, there's so there's so many D one guys now that will you know, they'll they'll go and play in that league, and then you got some really good Division three guys. Like it's you know the league's not big. It's there's not a lot of teams in it, so it's pretty cutthroat. Like trying to get a spot. You know, I've been trying to help a guy for he finally landed on. Um, on a team he's going down to birmingham in a pretty good situation so you know but that was me i had to call an old coach and he's down on the coast right now and then he made a phone call and you know so it's and then i got all these guys like i'm going to france to play in this league and i'm going here to play in this league and trying to figure out all that landscape you know the different divisions and it's uh it's pretty wild so but there's a there's a ton of hockey in europe that i wasn't really 
you know, you've kind of followed the top leagues and some of the, you know, like Sweden and, you know, France, the top team, the top league in France is pretty good. Switzerland, mm-hmm. Germany, like there's some pretty good, you know, hockey out there, but then you get into some of these lower ones and it's like, it, you know, they've got like two or three import kids, like maybe a, a Canadian and a couple of American guys. And then it's all like nationals. So um, I can't, I don't know how the good the hockey is, but um we had I had one kid that was potentially looking to go play in France and maybe like the third division. And there was a kid that played there last year. He played like division three college. And I think he might've played a handful of games and he scored 70 points out there. So I don't know how good the hockey is, but um, Hey, you get to travel and see the world play the love of the game, man. Love of the game. There could be, there could be worse tragedies. That's why we're going to get Gordo into training and get him on the uh, three ice team next year. Well, I started today, boys. Yeah, that's the spirit. Today, I'm I'm going. Diet starts today. I'm going to get back in my fat ass back in the gym. I actually skated with the boys last week. With the boys, a few of the a few of the kids were like, you know, I said I kept busting chops, saying I was going to bring my gear down and show them how it's done. And then they're like, you should totally get your gear and come and skate with us. So I was like, I, I kind of mauled back and forth about it. And then I, and then I left my shit at home. I purposely left it at home. And then I got the, I got the phone call like early in the morning, like, Hey, you're going to skate with us. Right. And I'm like, fuck. So I had to call my wife and be like, Hey, can you drop my shit off at work? Cause I gotta, I'm going to skate with the kids today. And it was not fun. It was not, not fun. fun, he said. Well, because that's because you weren't you weren't rocking any Vibero game, my friend. That's 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 I'm, the issue, a, man. Clance, I'm a free agent, buddy. Whenever you, whenever, listen, I I need like you know, I'm not really picky on sticks, gloves. My logo is black and green. I'm sure well, we can make something happen. Listen, uh, we, hey, we got Labor Day coming up this long weekend. Thirty percent off site, the whole site. I'll get on there. Put in the uh, it, uh, promo code is just put in Labor Day. Labor so, Day. So, so fill us in on fill us in on Variable World. What's going on? So you got a big sale coming up this weekend. What is it? You got you got any new gear coming out? Any new launches? So you're just trying to. So we got a, a you know Andy Sutton, the owner. Um, he's been doing a lot of promos lately. Uh, he's got one this weekend for Labor Day. It's thirty percent off the you know anything off the site. Uh, promo code is just type in Labor Day. You can actually go to vibero.com backslash Clancy and then put in the promo code. Um, and you know, he, he's doing great things, man. He's the, the, they're taking off, man. They're too, I got a few things going on right now. I got Quincy College, North Quincy High School, Weymouth High School, Cohasset High School. Um, nice. you know, they, they're, they're taking over. And the, again, the, the gear is top notch. You know, the, um, we got, He's got a brand new stick program out now for customized sticks. Um, you know, if you, I, I'll post on social media, but like if you order a certain amount, he'll, you'll get the stick per stick, per, you know, for $150 or $200 or whatever it is. And if you go to the next tier, you get like another $50 off and everything's fully customizable. You can put your name, your number, your, your team logo on this, on the twigs. Um, yeah, it's, it's an amazing company. Um, I'm starting to do a lot more with them on a, on a consistent basis, other than just being, you know, our, our, you know, outside rep for them. But, uh, I, they're, they're taking over hockey, man. They, they really are. 
Um, Andy Sutton is doing amazing things over there with the jerseys are top notch. I, I can't wait to see the Causeway King jerseys. They're going to be sick. Oh, well, the, can't three, wait. the three ice, the three ice jerseys were pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, three ice. They did so. Vivero did all the jerseys, pants, shells, and socks and gloves for three ice. It would, you know, and do you guys get good feedback on the equipment and stuff from those guys? Or yeah, yeah. Um, I know Brownie said he, he loved the gear. He said he loved the uh, the gloves. Um, Joe Whitney gave a lot of great feedback on them. Joey Mullen gave a lot of great feedback. There's actually I posted on uh, social media the other day of Andy Sutton giving Grant Fuhrer, who is a actually yeah. Causeway King's very first guest we ever had on. True, yeah. it's true. Um, giving him his own custom goalie sticks. The goalie program is is unreal, you know, and what you get for a cost, it, it's you can't beat it. I mean, you go to Pure Hockey or Sports, et cetera, or one of these other stores and get, you know, a set of custom pads, you're paying $2,503 grand easily for custom pads. At Vibero, you get fully custom gear, pads, glove, blocker, fully customized to anything you want for 2000 bucks. Straight up. Straight up, two thousand bucks, fully fully designed. Anything you want. That's we have awesome. we have our own goalie division, and the kid that runs it is Jared Mazella. He actually was a D one goalie at RIT. Um, knows the gear inside and out. You know, he's doing great things with them. I'm working with Quincy College to see if maybe they want to try to do something for their goalies. Um, but yeah, the, the gear is unreal. And you know, the other thing that they're doing too with the the goalie mask is. You know, you you pay a thousand bucks for a mask, and then you're paying another thousand bucks to have a custom paint job on it. Well, we're selling the top quality mask for half of the cost, and then for another three four hundred dollars, you can get a custom wrap job. Wow! On the on the mask instead of oh shit, I don't uh, you know you get your custom your your local high school custom wrap job, and then you go off to college, you can just peel that one off and get your custom college wrap on it. Instead of having to go out and have it sandblasted and repainted, now so you know you're twenty five hundred bucks in the hole. You know, so the thing I love about it is you're getting top quality gear at a, a much better price point, which is more player friendly in my eyes. Oh, of course. But, and what you know, do they do on the player side, Clance? I know you guys do gloves. I know you do the sticks. Custom gloves, custom jersey. We do all apparel, off ice apparel, sweatsuits. Um, backpacks bags player bags um jersey bags you know like not some schools you know like if you go to like a high-end prep school and yep. you're traveling in your suit and you stay in a hotel you got a jersey bag to put your suit in you have your name and number on it um toiletry bags cool. you know the other thing that's badass and i think i sent you guys a video is the the fucking cruising cooler that they do i still don't understand why but i'm so glad they did tell me it, about it, this there's no reason why. Why not? <laughs> why not? Why not, folks? Oh, my God. Tell me, you, tell me about this it, thing. Do you actually, if you're comfortable on the couch having a nice cold drink, and you're like, all right, I need another one. Fuck, I don't feel like getting up. Dude, you just grab the fucking controller, man, and you just wheel the cooler over to where you're sitting. Oh, my God. And the best thing about it is you can get it fully customized, too, for your for your school. And we, we're licensed to sell any NHL team, any MLB team, NBA, NFL Wow. It, it it holds 24 cans with ice. It's got a it's a wireless Bluetooth speaker. It, it's like the perfect backyard barbecue uh, cooler in my eyes. I got it's the best thing ever. Delivery, yeah. exactly. I don't you know? I can't see you going wrong with that. 
No, I mean, but Andy's doing amazing things with with, with this company, and it really is. I got a feeling, you know, Vibero is going to end up taking over hockey. And do, do you guys do any? I because it, it formerly was was it? I forget the it was um was the company called um, Farrell, right? Is the Farrell guy or the, no? Like, so it, it's always from them, right? Yeah, so it's always been Vibero hockey, but it was a lot of it was before Andy bought. It was more like roller hockey focused. Okay, uh, they they did some some stuff. You know, they did skates and everything like that, but it never really took off. But then, obviously, you know, Farrell with those shoulder pads, that, you know, the little foam things. Like I'm pretty sure Andy bought the patent for that, or you know, licensed it or whatever to sell it through oh, Vibero. Waiting on bring that back. He he sells them. They're on the they're on the website. They have those old shoulder pads? They're on the website, yeah. Fucking rights, buddy. They even make like the undershirts that like goalies wear. They make those that have the the feral padding in it. I think um Lundquist wore one. I think Holpe wears yeah. one. Yeah. I actually um, I have I have a I have weird story, but somebody was uh repping for them like, geez, this has gotta be I don't know, probably six years ago maybe. Quality. Um and said, Hey, what do you think of this? And I said, that's pretty damn cool. What is it? And he said, it's a goalie. It had like the those like foam padding in there. Yep. And I believe it was like some on the chest a little bit. And then it had like padding on the shoulders and then maybe some in the back. And I'm like, oh, that would be like the perfect men's league. You yep. know, like when I, you know, yep. I, like, Up the I, side. I, I would wear that because at least I have like a little padding on, but I can still like move. I don't, I don't really wear shoulder pads anymore, but you know. I'm getting older. So he's yeah. like, here, take it, try it. So I've been wearing it ever since. I just cut the pads out of the back and I just have the little cups on the shoulders and the, and yep. the front part. It's super comfortable. And that, you know, that technology is, I mean, those, those shoulder pads back in the day were like, they were the, they were the, Keith Yandel used to wear them. The ton of NHL guys used to wear um, them. Oil wore them. Oil, Yandel, uh, who else? Um, Big guy that played at Maine. Um, I can't think of his name. Played in the show for a while. It'll come to me. But yeah, we, we sell those. Um, the undershirts, the shoulder pads. The big thing that Andy's getting into now is youth gear. We we off we do youth sticks, um, youth shoulder pads, youth everything. You know, a full youth uh, layout too, which is which is great because you know, coaching for the militia a few years ago, I had a lot of parents asking me, "Oh, do you guys do youth sticks yet?" I'm like, "No, not yet." But now now we do and. Again, you know, you go and you buy a pair of shoulder pads, they're going to cost you 300, you know, 350, 400 bucks, 150 bucks for those feral like yeah. ones. I just got, you know? I just got junior elbow pads and junior uh, shin pads cost me 300 bucks. Yeah. It's insane. Like we don't, we don't do the elbow pads and shin pads yet. Um, but you know, we, we do like, you know, the, the skate socks that are, are, are super, super comfortable you know, regular hockey pants, which are comfortable. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything's on the website. It's, it's top notch gear. It really is. Um, and what's that website with your promo code on it? And how do people save as much money as humanly possible by shopping with you directly, Clance? Just use that promo code Clancy. It's uh, so www.verbero.com backslash Clancy, C-L-A-N-C-Y. 
There it is, folks. Now you know how you can find the latest and the greatest in hockey technology and player comfort along with top-notch safety. I'm telling you, man, you couldn't have scripted that one out any better if you tried. So, it's funny. Gordo, let me ask you. When you go and you buy your kids sticks now, right, what what's it cost for a youth a youth hockey stick nowadays? I mean, if you're getting, like, a higher-end one. So, yeah. I don't know. It was kind of nice in the beginning when, you know, my guy, both the boys started because youth gear is pretty cheap. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. You can outfit, you know, the pants and the, you know, and everything's pretty chintzy, but protective. You know, my concern is the primarily like the helmet. And that was, you know, as long as they had a nice helmet, that's going to be protective. Everything else, I think they can, you know, I wore a lot worse when I played growing up. So, <laughs> right. um, but now, and then my, my older one kind of like, you know, he's a big kid and he just kind of like spurred, spurred it up there like pretty fast. And we went from youth to junior equipment, like pretty quickly in the process. So pretty much over this last year, especially skates, like once he made the jump to junior skates, that was, you know, that's like a $350 adventure. Mm -hmm. And then just got him a new helmet. That was 250 bucks, you know? So the other stuff, like, you know, it's hit or miss. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying not to get them all like, top end equipment because i don't really think but you know you try on some of like you know how it works right with bauer and ccm they've got their top top of the line you know series and then they've kind of got that like midline and then they've got that low end stuff that's cheap and affordable but when you try on the cheap stuff and then you know like i just got heath new shin pads and they were like he was like, whoa, these are amazing, like so comfortable, you know, super lightweight, low profile, like, you know, but again, you know, it's the the price point is a little tough to kind of wrap your head around. So um, luckily, well, I shouldn't say luckily, unfortunately for the little guy, he's going to be getting a whole lot of hand-me-downs. So, <laughs> a whole bunch of hand-me-downs now. Yeah, but the the sticks are like the sticks are you know I mean I played with wood sticks man like so mm-hmm. I'm, my dad used to go to like Coleman Sports and get me two wood sticks for eight bucks. There you go, kid. You know, yep. so have at it. Don't break them. And there wasn't much selection. There was you know you had some Titans, you had some Cohos, so maybe you know if you got a sheer wood like you were like a cool guy. Um, you know now these like. Some of the the new the new bar line is actually pretty nice, um, but again, it's you know super expensive. So, yeah, I um, think the new bar is almost four hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, I've been you know, I, I keep saying I'm I you know I I I buy most of my I unfortunately don't get sticks for free anymore. So I'm on the you know I'm on like sites like Pro Pro Hockey Stock or Pro Stock Hockey. Um, there's a couple other ones too that sell all like pro stock stuff, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's hit or miss, man. Like you get the stick and it's, you know, it's someone else's specs 
and read the retail, like, you know, most of the retail curves have kind of gotten passed down through different players. It's the same curve. It's just a different, whoever's the kind of the star nowadays. So, you know, now, you know, Bowers, like Matthews, um, CCM, yeah, CCMs, you know, Crosby, obviously. Um, but it's funny because Matthews doesn't even use Bauer sticks. No, he doesn't. He and, uses CCM. <laughs> yeah. So, and I, I mean, the big one, I think a lot of, it's kind of weird, actually. I've, I've noticed a lot of kids using CCM sticks, which forever, like, you would just, mo- the high majority of kids had Bauer, so. Mm-hmm. But McDavid's a CCM guy. Crosby's a CCM guy. So I think Bauer is kind of hurting a little bit. But uh, well, that that's the thing about Vibero. That's what you know. One of Andy's biggest gripes was you know obviously he played in the NHL for 15 years. He had used all top of line gear. You know all that. And like you said, you you go to a pure hockey and you you seen the Bauer and the CCM selections and there's six different models to choose from yeah right and you're like oh yeah i like this one. Oh, but this one it's just like you're like a, it's fucking it's confusing yep. so what andy did was he just designed and, and manufactured one stick and one stick only at, at a very aggressive price point i mean for 250 bucks you're, you're getting a stick that again it's the lightest stick on the market at 350 grams and it has, it comes in all the same retail curves that you can get in a Bauer and CCM. It comes with the Kane curve. It comes with the Matthews. It comes with the McDavid, the Eichel. Like, yeah. And you can now, you know, everything can be customized too with a barrel. Yeah. And it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. Yeah. You know? Um, I think eventually like CCM and Bauer are just going to kind of like price themselves out of everything. I mean, hockey is a ultra wealthy sport. I mean, if I would, to be honest with you guys, like if I wasn't coaching my kids, I, you know, I don't think I could afford it. I, you know, I mean, I, I have to volunteer my time and, and help and coach and that kind of helps with the tuition part and stuff like that. But you know, it, dude, it's a fucking expensive sport. So it I, is, I mean, you know, getting a pair of skates, man, for 1200 bucks. Are you shitting me? Like, they better have rockets on the back and, you know, right. so I, I mean, I, I kind of shop around. I'll go on some of these websites and do like clearance stuff, but you know, but I'm also not afraid to try like, you know, different, I think every, you know, you know how it is. If you don't have the Bauer or the CCM, it's not cool. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, I think, I think the issue for a lot of people is they would probably they would probably play hockey or have their kids play hockey or they would pick up adult hockey if it didn't cost them a million bucks to play, actually play the fucking game. Yeah. So, you know, that's nice that I, I just went on Bauer to, I just jumped on their uh, customizer site looking, you know, I was like, oh, I'll make a stick and see what it looks like. And, you know, then I get the, the price and it's like, well, you have to buy at least three minimum you know, and it's like 380 bucks or 390 bucks for a stick. Yeah. Times three. So So, like, who has that bro? Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I I wish they did, but basically round up to $400 a stick minimum three sticks. You have to get that's 1200 bucks. Yeah. So So, it's absurd. Yeah. So you get three sticks through Verbo, right? And that's two fifty a whack. 
that's yep. you know still expensive, but you know. But for for Vero, I mean, now granted, for our our, for our stick program to to get customized sticks, you have to order a minimum of ten. Yep. But when you order that minimum, you get a cheaper price per stick. Yeah. For a customized stick, it's two hundred and fifty bucks for one for the stick. But again, order order twelve of them, that price is gonna go from two fifty down to, you know, whatever the, the promo code is. Yeah. You so know? you get so you can get what, six, seven sticks for the price of three. It's gonna yep. lie, like, you know, unless you're uh Brett Hall and you know, snapping twigs with your fifty five flex every other shot, then yeah. Well, you know, Let's do this, Gordo. You t- you you're wait. You're a lefty, right? Yep. What what uh, what's your? I know you're not picky. What about flexes? Are you picky on flexes? No, I I don't. I use like around like an eighty flex nowadays because I coach, so I'm not really. You know, I would say if I was still playing, I would probably be up in that. You know, like a ninety ninety five flex probably. Yep. Yeah, which we do. We we, we do set for adults. We do seventy five flex, eighty five flex, and ninety five flex. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got one here at the house. It's either seventy five or an, I think it's an eight. It might be a seventy five flex. Next time you're at the fair rink, let me know. I'll drop it off. Yeah. Give it a shot. Let me know what you think. Yeah, we'll do. I'm 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 in the market anyways. I gotta get my skates are on its last leg and. I probably have probably, you know, more sticks than I knew, know what to do with in, in my house. <laughs> but honestly, like, like I said, I've been, because of, because of pricing, I've been going on like, you know, pro stock hockey and, you know, which they're, they're fantastic and they've got a ton of sticks, but it's, it's a, just a crapshoot of what you're going to get. Right. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get it in the blade and you get like a thick heel, you know, it, it doesn't really show that on the picture. So it you know whatever but it's you know then i get it on the ice and i'm like fucking i don't like this right and let, let's be realistic people buy the pro not, not not guys like me and you but kids nowadays will buy these pro stock sticks because they think it's cool that it has the player's name and number yeah on on the shaft it's like and i'll admit i was like that too as a kid i'm like oh man i gotta stick this this bork on it i'm so cool you know yeah yeah well it's, the- and there's so many different like things that go into buying a stick now, like the lie and the flex and the, you know, so it's like, I really like the, the P92 curve, but I got, I think that's the curve I have for you. Actually, you know what I like? Uh, I do like the Crosby curve, which I used to be more like a heel, a heel guy, but um, I don't know, just for whatever reason, I, you know, I grabbed a Crosby curve once and I'm like, I could get used to this. And I liked it. It was a little bit more, you know, it's got a little bigger hook on the toe, but um, I just, I do like the P92 curve. It's a little bit more of a Healy, but you know, like from a lie standpoint, I just can't seem to make it work. And um, so I don't know, maybe I'm going to have to get like a, a, a rep to sit with me and, show me a bunch of sticks and you know hold them and i I think that's the best way to do it right that's the best way to do it it's definitely to sit down with a a rep mainly one that uh is easily accessible and always available and uh through many different means all you have to do is look up causeway kings on instagram on twitter facebook and just oh wmexboston.com of course you can always get the podcast right there 
Boys, we got to fly for the night. Final thoughts around the horn, and uh, Clance, we'll start with you. Uh, it was great being back and all, back on with you guys, talking some hockey, but talking, you know, hockey-related stuff such as gear and, and stuff like that, because I think, you know, people don't realize, you know, how much that really does go into, uh, you know, a player's decision on what they want to use and feels and likes and things like that. Uh, but, no, it was great being here with you guys. Uh, Merrill, get over it, pal. It's fucking men's league. Okay? Get over it. <laughs> Best wishes, buddy. Best wishes. I hope you're healing up okay. It only stings for a little bit, pal. Hey, do you guys think he's more upset about losing the championship game or more upset about the 2015 draft? Definitely the draft. Draft. I will go draft. <laughs> Definitely draft on that one because that and what, shit hurts. And what, what number is Merrill getting for his uh, Verbo shirt? Uh, hold on. Let me look it up right now because I actually have the order form up on my computer. Don't yeah. say nine. No, he is. Uh, he got. He won number seventy. Nice. Yeah, that's his number. It's always been him. I like that. So I got. I got Gordo at number sixty-eight. Your friend Bennett number thirty-nine. Clance at Clance at number four. Merrill at number 70, and then for other numbers, I got 87, 97, 91, 8, 77, 99, 88, and 37. Like it. Oh, man, you got to get a 15 and a 10, man. You got to for the radio station. No. You got to, brother. You got to. <laughs> we're on the WMEX Sports Radio Network at very least, regardless of jersey numbers, and that is pretty cool, Clance. Thanks very much. I can't wait to share those with everybody online. Yeah, I know. It's going to be pretty sick. Um, just got to get the, the logo finalized, and we'll have to get Brownie's address over in France and, and get one sent over to him from being a guest on. And I think that'd be a cool way to help market market the pod, you know. Every time we get a, a, a good guest on, we, we send him a jersey, and, you know, I, I I get them made and give them out and help spread the word for Causeway Kings, you know. That's we, it. We got to get that Verbo uh, online store going with the Causeway King line. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We just need to gain a few, some, a few more, some more traction, and then, uh, then, then we can make that happen. That's it, boys. That's it. Well, same deal all around. Thank you for joining us as always. And folks, you can always find this at wmexboston.com and online wherever podcasts can be found and downloaded. And thank you very much for tuning in as always, boys. As is tradition here in Boston. Let's let go, go bees. bees. Hey, we actually did it. Good night, everybody. <laughs>